coming up in today's episode. Their body is not even occupied by their true spirit. Their energy got hijacked and siphoned out by an energy vampire. So I had so many thoughts during this. Welcome to episode 101 of Enter the Mind Podcast, the most real talk, no-nonsense podcast on the empowering of the mind. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about authenticity. So Kira, how do we know when someone's being authentic? Hmm. Honestly, the first thing that came to my mind was you can feel it. Like, I feel like when somebody's not authentic, you can't feel it. Like, there's no connection. What about you? I think it's definitely a feeling. But when we feel it, why are we feeling it? Like, what is the person doing? What is it about their energetic state at that moment that's making us feel like, hey, this person is really authentic. Like, I'm getting a 100% genuine energy from them. I'm thinking it's because it's like a full body, a full embodiment, like a full embodiment. Like if somebody really, um, like is like super authentic, I don't know, like they feel it in like their entire body and you're like, whoa. All right. This is amazing that you just said that because I'm going to tell you why I did not tell you this beforehand before the episode, but. I was listening to this course, a video course on energy work. It's through Mind Valley and it's called Duality. Just got to give credit to the, you know, because I'm about to share their ideas. And it's from this guy named Jeffrey Allen, some energy, energy healer guy. Anyways, he talks about this concept of your body is occupied by your spirit, but it's occupied to a certain percentage, the same way. It's like a glass of water or a glass is occupied by a certain, you know, amount of liquid, right? So what he's saying is to really be fully in your body means your spirit is fully in your body. And the goal is if you can connect to the universe, to energy, whatever, right? And he shares techniques on how to do this, then you can go from, you know, 20% uh, occupying your body to 100% full, as you just stated, you know, as you just stated, full embodiment, which is very interesting. And that's why I thought of authenticity. Oh my God. Now, yeah, that is, that is crazy. Oh my God. That's crazy. I love that. I just said that because of how well it pertained to, um, what you read in the book. That's incredible. It really reminds me of Lucy. You remember that movie, Lucy, where she occupies... I heard about that movie. Where we're only using... But it's been so long. I don't think I, I don't think I ever saw it. Where we're only using like, um, like 10% capacity of our brains. Um, and then like, when you look, uh, when you look to like metaphysics and shit like that, um, or there's, there might be another word for it, but when you look to that, we used to be like giants. Like we used to be giant humans. Like giants existed. You know, so it's like some part capacity of our brain was cut off. And I feel like that's it has to do with the full embodiment of spirit in body. Right. So it 
got me thinking a little bit differently. I mean, it sounds like to some degree a fairly simple concept, right? It's like, okay, am I, is my spirit like 100% in my body? Is my body 100% occupied by, by spirit? seems kind of simple but it relates also to all of these mentionings we've made of energy leaks and energy vampires and the pendulum to reference uh, the concept from vadim zeeland of reality transurfing that if this is your body and if i'm holding a glass and if the water in this glass is your spirit what happens when the pendulum comes along and starts to siphon your energy, it's like poking holes into the glass and some of the water starts to leak out. That's an energy leak. And so when we are doing things like watching the news and there's some political protest or whatever, um, or there's, they're like, uh, car thefts are increasing in San Francisco, right? That was in the news recently. And then people get all upset about it. They're like, these thieves, they have nothing better to do than just steal things out of people's cars. That's That right there is called an energy leak, in my opinion, right? So that means your energy is leaking out. And what's going to happen? The level, the level of your spirit inside of your body is going down, down, down. And when you interact with a person who's in a state like that, you it, it's a total energy drain like you don't feel like you're getting the true genuine person you're getting this weird void because their body's not even occupied by their true spirit their energy got hijacked and siphoned out by an energy vampire robert's talking some real shit right now um okay so i had so many thoughts during this and the first one was what you said about like having a conversation with somebody who's like not fully embodied by their spirit. It's like, you know, when like somebody's like lost, like too far gone, you know, things like that, you know, I remember being too far gone. Like I remember being fucking out there, right? I was not here anymore. I don't know where the fuck I was. I don't know what was inhabiting my body, but it was not me. Right. But I was here. I was here way deep down. But like you said, it was those energy leaks. And like, I kind of just started attracting all of this energy that wasn't actually my spirit. So it's not necessarily that like, people are bad like we're bad people for accidentally taking in like energy but it's like it's like we um we gotta have some compassion and we also have to remember to speak to so if you see somebody and you see somebody and you're like oh she's still in there or like he's still in there or like he's in there he's stuck by a few things or like she's in there but she's stuck by a few things you know speak to her when you say she's in there speak to her don't speak to the energies that she's accumulated because it's only going to feed those energies and keep them alive in that person i like what you're saying about the 
there's somebody inside of us that's like waiting to come out or that's not being fully expressed at all times. And I think that's what I'm trying to get at with this authenticity question that you, you see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do. And what's, and what's blocking it. It's like people's fears or people's conditioning, or it's weird. Cause you can talk to somebody, you can have a face-to-face -face interaction with somebody and you can, you can be like, all right, I know I'm not getting this person's true opinion on this matter. They're just giving me this sort of kind of like, I mean, to take an obvious example, you call, you call up a really good, a well-trained customer service line. You know, um, I did this with the Mar with Marriott and I was trying to like reschedule my hotel and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry for your convenience, sir. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, they're just reading from a script. You know that they are not truly feeling it. Can you tell when somebody's not really being their full self with you? Like the customer service example, when they're just saying things that are not like, they're, they're not, re they don't really know yeah. what they're saying. Yeah, I have conversations <clears throat> like that with people sometimes. And uh, I actually, I usually like just don't feed into them. Remember 10X Virtual? Um, when he was talking about like life knocking the shout out of you and there was a time when, when life, you know, knocked the shout out of me and my authenticity went out the window because I was just so, like you said, scared. Like I didn't want people to judge me. I didn't want people to hurt me. I was so fucking sick and tired of being hurt by people. And it was so hard for me to like really open up again to people and like it's still a challenge today but like it comes to a point when you realize like if you just make a decision on a daily basis you know or like one day and just be like i'm gonna wake up today and i'm gonna be authentic as fuck like authentic as fuck i'm just gonna be the best me most authentic that i can possibly be and um and then see what happens. You know, just like see what happens. Like do an experiment. When's the last time that you just went through a day just to see what happened? Like just to do something and be like, hmm, I wonder if this will work. Let's check it out today. Let's do an experiment. Well, what would someone need to do in order to try to be more authentic if they were to do this exercise? Well, that's the thing. So it's like a proven 100% fact that when you ask your brain a question, it has to go and answer it. So if you say to yourself, like, how can I be my most authentic self today? Or what can I do that <clears throat> I feel like aligns with my most authentic self? But also like, so since earlier we were talking about like, she's in there and like, he's in there. And like, sometimes we're all just muddled up by like crap that she inside of you, like if you kind of direct yourself to her or him and you're like, I'm going to be authentic today, then you're tapping it. Like it hears you. It's just, it's who you are because it's your most authentic self and it will come out and you're like, this is happening today.
This reminds me of a, one of the quotes from Reality Transurfing, which was, when you go to work, give of your head and your hands, but not your heart. Because, and I guess this is more so for people who like go to a day job where it's like they're working for somebody else. It's not, it's not their own business. It's not right. So give, give to your job of your hands and your head, but not your heart because the work pendulum will take your entire soul if you give it something like that, right? I'm roughly, roughly paraphrasing, but I was like, wow, that's so brilliant because yes, I mean, if you're working for somebody else, you do want to help the cause, right? Use your hands, use your head, right? Solve problems, but not your heart because it's, it's different. I've seen people get too involved with it, right? Where let's say somebody allows their whole identity to come from like their job. And so their whole identity comes from this title that they have and they have no sense of self. Like you take them, you take their job away, like somebody gets laid off or whatever, they will enter a huge depression for months and they will not know what to do because they were so dependent. Their spirit, their spirit was like, 50% occupying their body. The whole rest was their job. And it's like, why are you going to let yourself live your entire limited life on planet earth at 50% spirituality? Because you're just distracted by this other, you know, validation that you're getting from your job or fear or self-consciousness of worrying about what other people are going to think or all sorts of things. Right. Um, to me, that's, that's like a disaster is to, to live, to come to the end of your life and realize like you, your spirit never really fully took, uh, occupancy of your body. And that it actually, that's like one of the things that drives me like every day because um there's like these motivational um spotify things i listen to them very frequently i fucking love them i want to start making them they're amazing but um he says he says um imagine that when you die like do you want to imagine when you die you look yourself in the eyes and you weren't even half the person that you could have been or were supposed to be, or were made to be, sort of thing. And then imagine like another life where you look into the eyes and it's you. You know, it's it's everything that you could have been. And that, just to think about that, you know, it's like such a beautiful thing. So, you know, it's not, you know, don't be ashamed, you know, if you're listening to this and you feel like, you know, oh, like, I got to start occupying, you know, my body more. Shit, I'm sitting here thinking, like, hmm, like, how can I occupy my body even more than I already am? Like, this is this is a really great thought. Um, yeah, like, be, be, be encouraged. It's like, woo! <laughs> woo! I got the information. <laughs> right. Well, I think in order to do this, we have to 
conquer fear to some degree because I think that's a big factor. That's a big reason why we don't allow all of like 100% of our spirit to occupy the body is there's like this fear of like, well, if I do, if I am authentic, people might not like it. And so I would say maybe the root problem is like a fear of judgment and like an insecurity and the fear of rejection and, and not being able to handle that. You just blew my fucking mind. Oh my God. The connections I just made when you said, I don't know, there's something because the spirit is an essence. And when you're saying like, we're afraid, it's, it's like, there's like this, this fear that we've learned about like full embodiment, like coming, coming down. Oh my God. That is, um, that is some really good stuff. Yeah. Well, what you just said, that key word I think is freedom. I mean, the, when you just said free or we're really free or something, I had a kind of a light bulb go off in my head and I was like, well, when did we learn to, when did we learn to allow fear to keep us from shining our light? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I see what you mean. I, um, I'm just thinking about it. And I mean, we could go back in time and, you know, find out when giants were actually like stopped growing to the size of like super tall, you know, big boned humans. Um, and I, I guess that we can just maybe take a look at the difference in people, maybe the amount of people who were successful, uh, you know, in embodying their true souls, you know, here on earth. And we can obviously take a, a depiction of that by looking at their pictures and seeing what we feel, you know, what we get from them, um, you know, what things they accomplished in life. So we could do that, right? And we could take a look at human evolution and see really like, when did they start programming us? When did they start putting stuff in our food that made us believe that this was bad. Um, made us believe that, you know, like like the movie Lucy, that that's had us stop accessing the full capacity of like what we're actually capable of. Right, so like trying to trace back the storyline. So assuming, of course, that at some point in history, we we were more authentic as humans. I guess when I asked the question at one point, when did we learn to to let fear hold us back? I think I was meaning in the sense of like age four or age five, age six, uh, as opposed to like oh, five hundred years ago. That's when humans started to be less authentic. Do you think we are less authentic than we were a thousand years ago? I mean, that's a great question too, because maybe, but I feel like it's not it's like, 
okay, like I get it, like what age, like when we're babies, our brains are, you know, we just learn how to do things, right? So we learned that it was a bad thing. It's because everybody, everything that we felt from people around us, you know, the way that they spoke to us as if we weren't fucking capable. Like I hate that shit, right? There's nothing more that I hate and can't stand when like somebody coddles like a human either whether it's a baby or like a human and they're like oh are you okay like are you okay are you gonna be okay like oh no don't do that don't do that you're gonna get hurt and it's like bitch what you mean i'm gonna get hurt like i am fully equipped i got muscle baby i got brains like i can do this like stop undermining me and that's what we were talking about earlier um, about speaking to the core person of somebody, because if you speak to the programming, you know, the limitations, um, you know, the incapabilities, the insecurities, it's going to bring it out more in them. And, you know, Grant always teaches, you know, treat them, treat your clients, uh, treat your potential buyers, treat everyone like a fucking billionaire, because that's who we really are inside. And we all have that piece of brain. We're just waiting for somebody to pull it out of us and stop talking to us like we're fucking stupid. <sighs> That's a good point. Yeah, I think some of it does come from our environments and the way that people treat us. And, uh, and we can't really help it. I mean, it's especially if you're young, right? If you're young, if you're 10 years old, you don't understand this mind stuff, mental empowerment and spiritual, right? Like, and then you have some adult in your life that talks to you as if you are weak, you're going to start believing that you're weak, right? If an adult is very fear-based around you, you're going to start to become fear-based. And then- And I get that. Fear. And I get that, right? But the poor Go kid, ahead. he's freaking 10 years old. And of course he doesn't know how to maneuver his mind because in school we're taught how to solve fucking math problems and the history of Sacagawea. Like, I get it, Sacagawea is pretty fucking cool. I loved learning that, but like still, like still, like if the kid were maybe taught how to maneuver his mind and regulate his emotions and understand himself, then when he sees his dad talking to him like he's stupid, right? The kid could, it could awaken something in him, something mature. You know, there are some responses that like I listen from kids, like the way that they talk to their parents. And I'm like, wow, that was really mature of you. <laughs> like it's, you know. So you're saying it's always possible for a kid to become yes. authentic. But if they, even if the adults around I guess, not. learned at a young enough age that like, when you're, when you're not your authentic self, you attract shit that you don't want, right? So when you are your authentic self, you would attract what you want. And I feel like it's as simple as that. Yes, and I, yeah, and I would add to that, coming back to Frederick Dodson's levels of energy scale, if you are not being authentic, it's probably because you're being in fear. And if you're in fear, you're vibrating at in the 100s, which is very low, right? If you're truly being yourself and you're being authentic 100% spiritually occupying your body, you're going to be like in the 500s and 600s 
on the scale of energy because you're going to be in joy, in peace, and uh, all sorts of that. You're not in fear. Fear is like one of the low, it's the bottom rung. Like shame, anxiety, worry, and fear are like the first couple levels on this thing. And those are all the things that keep us from being authentic, if you think about it. And a lot of like, I guess like I had a false meaning with it. I thought that like embodying like my truest power like meant that I was um, being arrogant and like somebody made me believe that, right? So I believed that for a long time and it's still something that I'm trying to push out. Like it's gone, but like it's still here a little bit. So. I was thinking about this the other day, right? So it's like, if I can learn somewhere along the line that embodying my full self, I'm arrogant, right? And arrogance is bad, right? We don't want to be arrogant. And I mean, that's true. I, you know, we don't want to be arrogant, but that's the thing. It's not arrogance. We accidentally labeled it as something else. So yeah, if we can, if we can label, right, relabel in our minds, embodying our full spirits as good safe right and like repeat that in your mind like as you're embodying yourself and maybe you're getting anxiety maybe you're getting shame maybe you're getting all of these you know thoughts that are making you feel uncomfortable you can say to yourself this is like instead of listening to those you say you know this is safe um god has led me to this you know, um, I have led myself to this. Reality has led myself to this. I am safe. This is safe. You know, and just keep saying that until you actually believe it. Right. It's kind of like coaxing yourself into um, being authentic or telling yourself. Teaching okay. yourself, yes, teaching that yourself it is okay, okay to be authentic. Because somewhere along the lines, we were taught that it was not okay. Right. Nice. What would you say is a good power question from today's topic? I think that it would be really beneficial for you to do an exercise for, for our listeners to do an exercise and real and do that exercise. Like look at yourself, imagine, you know, you die at age 120 or whatever, and you're looking into the eyes of everything that God made you to be, everything that God made you to be, everything that God made you to feel, to see, to love, to, to smell, right? And feel that and look into the eyes of the person who wasn't even 25% of who God made them to be. Got it. Yeah, that's great because of the perspective. I mean really helps us to come out of that uh, fight or flight perspective of the now where we're fearful but if we put ourselves in you know that perspective of our old self 120 years old or whatever looking back i think the truth becomes a lot clearer so that's a great tool um let's end on that and so try that power question of the day did you find at least one gold nugget in today's episode? Then please like and subscribe and share it with a friend. And finally, if you're looking for a community of like-minded people, join our free Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash enter the mind.